You are listening to episode 152, and today we're talking all about your relationship with time and how you can begin to change your experience with time and get control back. Hey friends, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast where we have real, raw, and honest talk about life as mothers. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. I'm a certified counselor, personal development mentor for mothers, an author, and a published photographer. I know, quite a mix of things, right? <laughs> Becoming a wife to my main squeeze 10 years ago was a dream come true. I was on cloud nine. I was a new wife, I had just started my counseling career, and my life was organized, and I had energy to do all of the things. Fast forward five years from then, I had left my career, I was home with two babies while building my photography business, and was hardly able to keep my head above water. Despite having an amazing husband, healthy children, and a beautiful home, I felt completely lost in my overwhelm. I was burnt out, and then I hit rock bottom in my daily debilitating anxiety, and I thought, this cannot be happily ever after. There has to be more than this. And guess what, mama? There is. I get you. I hear you. I see you. I am you. I believe that every single mother can rewrite her story no matter what chapter she's on. You deserve more than the disheveled, burnt out, anxiety ridden version of yourself that is hardly able to keep her head afloat. It's in this podcast that I am sharing how you can do that. Every week, I'm chatting about all of the tools and knowledge that I've collected over the past few years. These are the tools that not only pulled me out of survival mode, but are allowing me to thrive in motherhood. And guys, oh my gosh, I love my life so much, and it can be you too. Each episode, whether it's just me chatting or an interview with an amazing guest, it's going to be jam-packed with content, inspiration, and heart. Are you ready to rewrite your story? Well, grab my hand and let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle. My name is Erin Miller, your host of Erin Joyce Co. Thank you so much for joining me today. I always, 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 truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you for pressing play on this podcast today. There are so many to choose from. There are so many things that we can choose to do in a day and where we can choose to put our energy and uh, access resources and information and content. So any And every single one of you who choose to press play, whether it's your first time hearing my voice or your 153rd time hearing my voice or 52nd time, whichever, uh, it is, it means the world to me. And this is truly one of my favorite places to show up in my work. So thank you. And that is actually what we're talking about today is how we use our time. So this is, this is specifically something I work through with women who, who go through the Layered Growth Academy, which is my Uh, program that I run uh, one-on-one mentorship for women to really expand, you know, whether you're in survival and you want to get out or you're in an okay place, but you just know there's more and it's like, well, something's missing. How do I find it? It's an incredible five month program. So in it, we really, we talk about time and it's interesting because I have become 
my relationship with, with time has changed tremendously and it all has to do with how I manage my energy. Um, but what's really fascinating is since I've shifted into this place in my life and I, I feel like I have so much control, like I don't feel like I'm controlled by time anymore, that it's, it's fascinating to observe how other move how others move through time, but then also think about like how I used to perceive time too. And there are so many different components to this. Um, a lot of it I feel has to do with intention that we move unintentionally throughout the day constantly. We move in autopilot. We, we live inside of our limiting beliefs. We live without necessary boundaries. Um, and when we start to gain access to recognizing what boundaries we need and what we want our intentions to be and actually choose those intentions, this is how we begin to shift our energy. So there is no like, here, here are your five steps. You're fixed. Like you'll completely, you'll experience life completely differently at this point. Your energy will be different. Your time will be different. It's truly just these like tiny little steps of different layers. And Um, even for example, with boundaries. So that's another module that I work through with women and some have very obvious why I have no boundaries. I can see everywhere that I need them and others are like, well, I'm not sure, but it's something as simple as, and in fact, one of my students just shared this with me because, you know, it's like some people, it's like, I have good boundaries. I don't know where I need more, but that's where it's like, okay, do you let's look deep. And she shared with me, she's like, you know, something I realized is that in the morning I have my phone with me. And while I don't access social media right away, I'm often replying to text messages. And because of that, my morning feels very scattered. So see how that relates with time. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, where you're, you know, you're trying to reply to this person and the kid is asking for something and you're like, hold on, I'm answering a text. And you're like, wait, what was I doing? And your attention ends up being pulled in so many different directions. And because of that, you experience time differently. So she explained, she's like, so this morning I created a new boundary for myself where I leave my phone upstairs. I left it upstairs for the morning to see how it feel. And she's like, it was incredible. And it's such a simple, tiny boundary but that is directly related to how she's managing her energy and in turn how she's experiencing time. And it's really taking the moment to recognize this is how I want it to feel. What are the actual tactile things I can do to begin to create that feeling? So, you know, I want my morning to have ease to it. Okay. Start looking at what, what can I do to create more ease in the morning? Maybe I could leave my phone upstairs. Maybe I could wake up 10 minutes earlier. Maybe I could start by drinking water. Maybe I could add journaling in. Maybe I could meditate before I get out of bed or whatever it might look like. You know, maybe I could listen. I could start my day listening to music that just pumps me up and it would just completely change how you're experiencing the rest of your morning. So it's really finding, um, and that's just an example of anything in your life, right? So Something that you can do right now to begin to shift your experience with time is really, um, so there are two things I have women do. One is write a letter to time, which sounds really silly, but essentially like we, we have a relationship with everything in our life. We have a relationship with food. We have a relationship with money. We have a relationship with what it's like to watch TV or, you know, what, um, our role as a mother or as a career woman or all of these things that are not people we still have relationships with. And it's really important to foster healthy relationships, right? So think of how, like, you know, um, with a partner, a romantic partner, that if you treated them in a way of like, 
you're always on top of me. You make me feel like I'm rushed all the time. I don't like you. I, you know, if you're saying these kinds of things, it's going to hurt the relationship, right? But if that's your relationship with time, if you're feeling that same way, like you never give me enough, I feel like this is going too fast. I'm not, if we're constantly consumed with these negative feelings and emotions, that's going to be our relationship with time. And then we have a bad relationship, right? It's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel good. You're not going to want to stay in that relationship. So it's really important to identify and dig deep into your relationship with time so you can understand even where that relationship came from. And, uh, you know, writing like, dear time, I feel like you don't give me enough. I feel like you're constantly making me feel rushed. I feel like, uh, you know, I do my best to schedule so that we can work together, but for some reason it never feels like it's working and dig into it, even dig into your childhood of, you know, I always saw my mom, you know, having a relationship with you like this. And I feel like I don't know how to have a relationship any different than that. Like really dig in, have it be an open journal session for you to begin to identify where those roots of the relationship come from so you can begin to heal those things just like you would with with a relationship with a person right part of this relationship and I explain this in my book motherhood stripped is through our experience with time there's something called kairos time and chronos time and the book the big leap if you haven't read it it's incredible um it's very short too. It's not, well, not very short, but it's, it's not, you don't have to commit a very long time to read this book or listen to it on audible. Um, it is, he explains this as well, but in different terms, I think it's Newtonian time and Einstein time. Uh, and essentially it's like masculine versus feminine energy. Like they all mean the same thing. It's just using different words. So Kairos time, which, and Kairos and Kronos are, um, I think, uh, originate from Greece. So Kairos time is that time. So think about how Kronos is the exact amount of time. Like this is, this is, uh, like a human thing time. We've created time and we can say, so 60 seconds equals a minute, right? No matter what, 60 seconds is a minute period. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. Like it's that whole saying, like it's all the same amount of time, but the way you experience it is different. So Kronos time is the fact that it's 60 seconds. Kairos time is your experience of that time. So think about what 60 seconds feels like when you're scrolling on social media. I mean, it's like you're scrolling and you're like just two more minutes and 15 minutes goes by and you're like, whoa, when did that happen? Right? It is so quick, like the snap of a finger. Now think about how 60 seconds feels when you're sitting at a red light and you're already 10 minutes late for work or for an appointment or something. That 60 seconds feels like forever. So the 60 seconds isn't any different. It's how we experience the time. And we, we have essentially abandoned our, our control, our accountability to the fact that we can choose that Kairos time. Like we can choose how we're experiencing time. Something from the book, The Big Leap is when he explains, and I wish he wrote a whole book on this chapter, to be honest. I didn't give it five stars specifically because I wanted more from this chapter, but it's my favorite chapter in the book. But he says, 
um, to use the term or the phrase I am time to really detach that control of thinking that you are um, controlled by time. And he uses an example. So I'll share this with you. Like there's, there's a guy who's uh, rushing to get to a meeting because he's going to be late. Oh, my cuckoo clock is going off. So he feels like he's going to be late getting on the subway and um, rushing, rushing. I'm going to be late to this meeting. And we do that and you're, you're rushing, you spill the coffee, you miss the subway, you know, all these things begin to happen like this ricochet with your experience of time. You rush into the meeting, everyone's been waiting for you. It's this awful, you know, feel so bad. I can't believe I was running late. And then he, and I don't know if this was a real life example, but he explained how like this man, you know, he's rushing and realizes I'm, I'm late to my meeting and then decides, you know what, I'm not going to look at my watch. I am time. And I'm going to take my time and just focus and get to work moving, you know, just the intention of I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm not going to be slow. I'm not going to be nonchalant and not be like, I don't care if I'm late, like not that attitude, but just, I'm not going to look at my watch. There's nothing else I can change right now, except how I'm experiencing time. And because of that, I'm not going to look at my watch. I'm going to hold my coffee. I'm going to get onto the subway. I'm just going to focus on getting myself to the office. And this person did that, ended up getting there and was the first one to the meeting. But it's the, it, it, they they had this perception that they were going to be late, right? But it's how we choose to experience time. I find myself doing this all the time where I say, I am time. I am time. And there's something that happens when we're looking at our watch and like, oh my gosh, I have to hurry up. I have to hurry, hurry, hurry. I'm going to be late. And I'm telling you, since I've begun doing this, I ne- I rarely am rushing. I'm like either on time or early and I do a lot in the day, friends, but I have the same 24 hours. That's my chronos time. But how I choose to experience the time is my control. I am not controlled by time. I control time. I am time. And that has completely changed my experience. So understanding that concept is really, really valuable because it begins to shift your, your relationship with time. So something else that you can do is really take time... <laughs> Take the time. Let's let's play a game. Every time I say time, you can do a push-up. You're going to have arms that are ripped by the end of this episode. Um, so something else I have the ladies do in my LGA program is have they write out their real schedule, meaning like what your schedule looks like Monday through or um, Sunday through Saturday, however you want to look at the week, and then write your ideal schedule. Do not get hung up on like none of my days look exactly the same, but are chunks of time. So look at like the batch of time. So you usually get up at this time. uh, You're getting ready at this chunk of time. You're driving to work or taking your kids to school, doing homework, cooking, doing laundry. You know, I'm usually doing it doesn't even have to be that specific, but like I usually do house chores Saturday morning. Do you always know just like just write out a general. This is typically how I use my time right? This is what my day looks like. And then I put the kids to bed at eight o'clock and then I, you know, put a chunk of time for I watch TV and scroll on my phone and I use this time to get ready for bed. And then I'm, you know, lights out by whatever. It is almost horrifying. Sometimes I've done this in the past when I was, I had a complete lack of boundaries and self-care and all the things that led me to my anxiety that when I created this real schedule, I was shocked. I was shocked at how I was using my time and spending my energy and doing nothing that served me. Nothing. 
and spending way too much time just unintentionally of like, how am I, how am I spending this much time on work, but I feel like I'm not getting anything done. I never spend time on my house, but want to, I have very little time that I'm spending with my kids that I actually want to spend. And I do nothing for myself. And the thing is, is you're not going to change this overnight, but it's really beginning to look at how you can shift how you use your time to create more space and energy for other things. So then write out your ideal schedule. And this doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're committed to this. It doesn't mean because you wrote this down that you have to make it happen. It's just getting a picture of like what feels good to you. You know, would it feel good to wake up at X amount of time and have this much time to meditate and journal and work out and like do these things. And, and only, even if you have to be at work at eight and you can't leave until six and that's your real schedule it's okay to put in your ideal schedule I work from 10 to 2 (laughs) like that's what would feel good it doesn't again you're not committing to that it's not about like but that's not possible the reason you're doing this is to really look at how would I feel good spending my time so then when you're looking at this real schedule recognizing and you can color code it too like work time with kids self-care house stuff uh, miscellaneous things, social time. You can, however you want to color code it so you can really look at while wow, I'm missing all these colors. And from there, you can begin to see like, how can I shift things differently? You know, I, um, I spend two hours a day trying to figure out what to make for dinner and then fighting with my husband about it or my wife or whatever. And it's like, okay, I could totally spend that time different. Like maybe I can take, you know, Sunday, There's a whole chunk of time that I'm not doing very much. Maybe I could take an hour to meal plan, you know, and then spend this time grocery shopping to get everything that we need to be able to just know what we're having for dinner and not, you know, to eliminate the time I'm spending doing that. Or, um, you know, the mornings feel really rushed because I'm making lunches, trying to figure out, like pick clothes out for the kids and myself and, uh, you know, rushing, rushing, rushing. And realizing like, well, if I took 30 minutes before bed to get all of our clothes ready and then another 20 minutes to make their lunches, that would create more space in the morning to manage my energy and time differently, right? So these are just little things, but we can't do that without intention. We can't, we can't do that without awareness. And then without awareness, we can't have the intention. So this is what I mean by we run through life on autopilot. We, we know we want something different. We know we want to feel different. We know we're overwhelmed. We know we feel rushed and like we're jam packed and, and all of these things. And then we sit in our limiting beliefs of like, ugh, I don't have time to read. I don't have time to work out. Listen, I lived there. I lived there. I constantly was in this space of I don't have time to work out and I don't have time to read. And I would say it with so much resentment. Like if somebody asked me, oh, have you read this book? Or do you want these magazines? I would be pissed off. Like, are you effing kidding me? Like you think I have time to do that because I was wearing the busy badge. I would say like, I'm super mom because I'm running this business and doing all these things. You think I have leisure time? It's like, I was so offended and it wasn't about them. It was, it was the fact that I was so angry that I didn't know how to create the space to take care of myself. And all of these other people around me did. It's like, how on earth do they have like, It just felt selfish, not for them, but for me. Like, how could I take space and time to to read? But it's all about intention. Like, I intentionally don't watch a lot of TV because I want to read. 
I intentionally go to bed early so that I can uh, wake up early and take care of myself and work out and meditate and journal. It's all about intention. And we can't get there without recognizing, well, what does it look like now and what is it that we want? So again, time isn't something that is controlling us. It is not this set thing. It is it is not we are not victims to it. And the only way to recognize that is to really begin to shift our belief system around what is time? What is my relationship to time? I'm literally holding my laptop right now, letting my dog out because of course he would wake up and need to go out in the middle of recording a podcast episode, but this is real life. So I want you to take time. <laughs> to maybe not have the TV on tonight, maybe put your phone down and not scroll through social media and take a few minutes instead, instead of doing those things, to sit and write a letter to time. To sit and write out what, and you can use Google Docs, and this is where I tell my LGA ladies, like, don't get stuck on the how, just do it. Find a way to do it that feels good. Is it just listing out this, like, uh, you know, wake up 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., whatever, and write a list of what your schedule looks like? Maybe it's doing a Google Doc on spreadsheets or Google spreadsheets or whatever they call it <laughs> and color coding. This is what my schedule looks like. Or using Excel or a graph piece of paper. I don't care. Figure out how do I spend my hours? How do I want to spend my hours? If I, again, it's ideal. If I could choose any way that my life looked like ever in the world and had no restrictions and, you know, I, I could have any job I wanted or didn't want or money wasn't an option, what would my day to day look like? And I want to tell you it's possible. Okay. I, my real schedule used to be like when I first, when I did this, I was appalled with myself. I mean, like probably in tears because I was spending about 60 hours a week working on my photography business between editing and admin work and going out for shoots. I, you know, I, all of the nap times every morning, I was shooting so many evenings of the week, every weekend, multiple shoots a day. And then editing in between everything, it was 60 hours and I was not getting the energetic return I needed. And that's why I was burning out. I wasn't taking time to feed myself. I wasn't, I went through spurts of working out, um, on my slower, like during my slower seasons, but I didn't spend the time I wanted with my kids. And I could honestly, if I wanted to be victim, I could sit here and fall apart around the time I missed with my children as babies. But what I do know is that I went through that experience to be able to show up here on this podcast to tell you, you don't have to go through that. And while it was hard for me, I get to change my now. And I get to live in my ideal schedule. Now there's my Roomba. <laughs> do you have a Roomba? Talk about, let's talk about time. Get yourself a Roomba. So you don't have to spend time cleaning your floors and it can clean it for you. But sometimes you get those errors and you, <laughs> okay. So 
You can live in your ideal schedule. You have the power. You're not going to do it tomorrow. You're not going to take the time tonight to write out your ideal schedule and live inside it tomorrow. But you can begin to change those tiny little things like leaving your phone in your room in the morning by, by choosing. Or it's a choice. Your mindset is a choice. If your kids woke you up too early and you were pissed off because you're hitting your snooze button for two hours, that is your choice. You could choose to get up and just take the time that you want to be able to do the things that you want to do. Is it easy? No, because it's a choice and it's changing our habits and choosing differently from something that we've been doing our whole life. This is not easy. So if you are waiting for all of this to come to you with with just easy, like the easy button written all over it, you are going to be waiting a very long time. You have spent decades of your life, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, You have spent all of that time living the way you're living in your mindsets and in your limiting beliefs, which have been secured in your brain by the time you were seven years old. So however however old you are now, minus seven, that's how many years you've been living inside of the belief systems you have and inside your relationship with time and your roles and how you feel like you, you should, quote unquote, show up in this life. So listening to this little podcast... And doing these couple things tonight that you can do to begin to shift your belief system around time is a step. It is not going to happen overnight. So you need to choose to be committed and choose to show up every day and ask yourself, what can I change today? How can I experience this differently? What kinds of things are you saying in your head when you're moving through your schedule and feeling like you're trapped by time? Choose a different phrase It is okay if you say, I feel rushed, but then choose again and be like, you know what? I feel rushed, but I'm going to choose to experience this differently right now. I'm going to take a deep breath and know that I am time. And that is how you begin to change your relationship with time. That is how you begin to shift your energy But it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen by accident and it doesn't happen easily. So this is a choice. But what I'm telling you is that it is possible and every single person can do it. And when you show up consistently every day, and some days are going to be better than others, but every day you do your best. And we might, I talk about that with my kids. Your best is going to look different every single day. But when you show up and do this regularly, then you begin to find ease. You have rewired your brain and all of those belief systems that you used to live in, you're going to realize, oh, wait, I don't seem to function in that anymore. But again, it's not a switch of like, now I do, now I don't. It's this gradual thing that begins to happen and it's only in a moment. It's just like looking at a picture of your puppy. I have a puppy, okay, six-month-old dog. I don't see him growing every day. I don't see the change happening. But when I pull up a picture, holy cow, did he change. Wow, I didn't even realize how much he grew. Or I have my children's um, school pictures sitting on uh, um, a hutch thing in our house. And it, they were taken in, what, September? It's now, I'm recording this in uh, May. I was going to say April. I don't know what day it is. Their faces are different. I was standing there looking at them going, how on earth and when 
Did they begin to look older just in the past few months? They've actually grown since these pictures were taken. I don't see it happening, but it is. And it's happened because I give them vitamins every day and water and sleep and food and movement. And because of that, they are growing. And then it's just in that moment that you realize, oh, wait, something's different. And you realize, wow, I really have grown. So trust that the growth is happening even if you don't see it and feel it every single day. Some days you might. Some days you're going to just like seeing those pictures. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I've grown. That's amazing. But just because you don't see it every single day, whether it's in your mindset and how you experience time and decluttering your home and trying to have a better lifestyle uh, and healthier body in your relationship. If you are showing up every day and doing the work every single day, Growth is happening even if you don't see it and feel it right now. So trust that you can completely shift how you experience time, how you experience your schedule, how you feel energetically throughout the day, physical energy, emotional energy, mental energy, but you can't do it by wishing for it. It happens through action and intention. And the only way to find that intention is to create awareness. And you're going to create awareness by getting vulnerable and writing a letter to time, even though it feels dumb, even though I don't think I'm going to get anything out of this. It's showing up and doing the work. And then sitting down and taking the space to write out a schedule and saying, this is more valuable. This is a higher leverage action than sitting down and watching TV, even though I want to tell myself that I deserve to sit down and watch TV because I've worked my ass off today and I'm tired and I need to decompress. I know I've been there, but it's recognizing what's actually going to give me more because I realize I'm doing that every single day and I sure as hell don't feel good right now. I'm feeling like I need something different. So nothing changes if nothing changes and change is hard. Change feels uncomfortable period. So if you're waiting for change to feel easy, if you're waiting for comfort, if you're waiting for it to be the perfect time, 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 you're going to be waiting for a long time because you have the control, you have the power, but you have to choose to use it. Okay. I'm going to leave you guys there. Uh, we have next week is an incredible episode interview all about parenting. I'm so excited to share it. Uh, and then I will be sharing an episode the following week. I'm going to be taking a detox, but not from the podcast. You will still get podcasts every Monday, but I can't wait to share more of why I'm choosing to do that. Something that's very uncomfortable. Um, but I need to create the space, the energetic space and time for myself to shift things, even though it's like things are good. And that's what's really cool is having having that spatial awareness, really, you know, the energetic awareness. Uh, and after my detox, um, Layered Growth Academy, two spots will open on June 7th. So you can mark your calendar. Uh, you can research the details, AaronJoyceMentoring.com. Go to work with me. Go to Layered Growth Academy. And you can read the details now. Start to sit with it. Does this feel good? Is this something I'm willing to invest in? Money and time. If money is something that you perceive as an issue, which it's not. If we need money, we call it in. We get it. I don't, I don't buy it. <laughs> if this is something that you truly want to invest in, you will find the space to do that. You can start uh, collecting money now. Start uh, spending, maybe skip a Target trip or a latte or... Um, Start talking with your significant other. This is something I want to do. Begin the conversations now if you are serious about it. 
and really think about it. And if you have questions before you'd maybe want to apply to the program, I'm always, I'm a true transparent. I do not sell this program to anybody. Meaning I trust that if you want to be a part of it, you'll come to it. I'm not going to try and make you buy it because then it's not an authentic exchange. Integrity is lost and that's not, not something I do. So do not be fearful to reach out to me. Ask me questions. Uh, I, it is truly a remarkable program. Watching women go through it is just my favorite thing on the planet. It really is. I'm so grateful to have created something that has created. It is the, it is the method and way that I've changed my life. And if I give you everything and I mentor you through it, but you do the work. I don't. I give you the the resources. I support you. We talk a lot, like every day, but you're showing up and doing the work. And I promise you after five months, you'll be a completely different human. And you're going to like the human that you're going to be. And you're going to enjoy your life. And you're going to feel successful and proud and joyful and happy. Not stressed out, not overwhelmed, in control of time. It's really, really beautiful. So Um, I definitely recommend taking a look at the details. Again, reach out for questions. Also, if you're a business owner, if you're a woman who is an entrepreneur, you run any type of business, MLM, photography business, coaching business, anything like that, I have the Layered Growth Business Course. This is a, you buy it, you go through it. It is currently $199 for, oh my gosh, it's like over 20 videos and a 27-page workbook that becomes your business blueprint. So if you're someone who's like, I don't know how to price this. I don't know when to launch this. I don't know uh, what to do with social media. Like all those questions that you feel like you're constantly asking someone, how do I do this? Every single thing is answered in this course. And it's very different than what you would expect. It also follows the layered growth method, just like the layered growth academy. Everything is built off of the layered growth method. And it's amazing. So you can buy that at any time. The price will be going up. It is currently 50% off. So if you're even a little interested, I definitely recommend taking a look at that. Again, go to erinjustmentoring.com under work with me and you can read the details and purchase the course there. And uh, it's all yours. As soon as you buy it, you get it, you're in, move through it at your own pace. And um, then you can join the Facebook group and ask questions there too. All right. I think that is all. I hope that, oh, of course, take a screenshot, put it on uh, Instagram, tag me at Aaron Joyce Co. Always share, share whatever your favorite thing is that you learned out of this or that sat with you or gave you an aha moment. I just adore when you guys message me or tag me. Um, it means a lot because the more you share with me, the more I get to give you what you're craving and what resonates with you and what's going to support you. And also when we tag on Instagram or share with a friend, you can share the link. Uh, you're helping another person. It's not about me. You're helping them. So I appreciate all of you who do that. And that is now that is all I am done. I hope that you have an incredible week, treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next time. Hey guys, before you go, we have a couple favors to ask. Leave a rating and a review. Your ratings and reviews tell the podcast people that this podcast is worth listening to, and then they help it get to the people who need to hear it. Also, don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Aaron Joyce Co. I love seeing which episodes you love, and you also get to help me get the message out to other mamas that life can be pretty amazing. And if you're not a part of my free Facebook group, be sure to join. It's called Same Boat Huddle. Kind of easy to remember, right? It's the safe space to connect with other women just like you and to also get even more of me. I 
I can't wait to see you there. That's it. Don't forget. Treat others the way you are.